0: Love Talk Radio.
1: welcome to another edition of that's entertainment i'm your host tammy jones gibb broadcasting live from the nyc it is wednesday november 29th 2017 for the next hour i'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on matt lauer prince harry and megan markle naya rivera timberland and a whole lot more so don't go anywhere i'll be right back after these messages
0: Hey, sweetie, what's going
2: on? Well, honey, I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you
0: donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
2: When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council.
1: Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at Entertain one That's T H A T S entertain. And the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O. And the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gives. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a gorgeous, sunny, 63 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's currently on the phone line and in the chat room. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, if again, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Uh, That's Entertainment has been here on Vlog Talk for about eight years now, so I'd like to thank everybody who's been tuning in from the very beginning. Thank you for the love and support. Well, you know, we weren't on air last week due to Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you had a good one. Hope you're not still eating Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you are gone for a week, you miss a lot. Uh, we just lost, last week we lost, uh, three people, uh, actress Della Reese, uh, actor and singer Sean Cassidy, and, uh, also the, the guy who played, uh, Grandpa Huxtable on The Cosby Show, Earl Hyman, he died, uh, last week, but this week, uh, if you guys have, uh, heard the news this morning, um... Uh, anchor uh, NBC uh, Today's host Matt Lauer has been terminated due to sexual misconduct. Uh, it became it, it was a shock to everybody, including to his co-host uh, Susanna Guthrie and Haida Copy, and uh, also to um, uh, to many people who tune in every day and watch the Today Show. Um, it's totally shocked because, we you know, we've been talking about this whole uh, thing about uh, Hollywood honcho Harvey Weinstein and how now everybody's coming out of the woodwork to tell their story. matter of fact, there's a hashtag, Me Too, where women across the country, not just Hollywood, they're coming forward to talk about that they too was sexually harassed or somebody had... Um, did, uh, did uh, uh, there was some sexual misconduct that was going on in the workplace or among the co-workers, and now here we are with Matt Lauer, the latest uh, in television personality to be uh, let go due to uh, sexual misconduct. Uh, also this week, we're going to be talking about um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I know there have been talks about this for months, about uh, when is Prince Harry going to pop the question? Are they going to get married? Well, that day has come. They announced it on Monday that they are going to get married and that they're going to, um, today they came out, uh, I guess, Ken, uh, Buckingham Palace just came out with the announcement about what date the wedding's going to be uh, What's in stake As far as security costs uh, Also whether they're going to If it's going to be televised Who they're going to invite Etc cetera, etc cetera. so I'll tell you The latest on that Also Glee actress Naya Rivera if you Didn't know last weekend she was Arrested for a domestic uh, Battery uh, apparently She was arrested in West Virginia Apparently she And her husband got into some kind of argument, and she just went in. She just lost it. And this is going on while they were walking in the park with their, I think their son is about two years old. Yeah, two years old. And she was arrested and uh, taken in, and uh, the whole thing was filmed. Her husband had filmed it. And uh, also her father-in-law was there as well. There was word that he she didn't do anything physical to her father-in-law, just to her husband. And um, now they're talking about, uh, now Ryan has uh, finally talked about that evening and what happened, so we'll get on to that. Also, Timberland, music producer, writer, actor, well, he has confessed that he almost lost everything due to addiction to pre- prescription painkillers. He has confessed and he had opened up to Rolling Stone magazine about this incident that happened about three years ago and that how he almost died after taking a fatal dose of oxycodone. So we'll talk more about that. Also, this week, um, Prince's former home, you know it as Paisley Park, well, apparently, they're getting ready to allow alcohol to be served at public events at Paisley Park now this is kind of ironic because we all know that the prince didn't believe he wasn't a drinker he didn't believe in having a drink and now they're holding public events there and they're going to be allowed to serve alcohol and apparently according to this story uh, the city officials is working with the museum manager because you know they turned the Uh, his home and his recording studio into a museum. And now the mayor of that town is trying to work with the managers of the museum to figure out, you know, what they're going to do as far as uh, allowing special alcohol permits. And, uh, but I'll tell you the latest also this week. um, Do you know that, uh, that, uh, Oscar winner actor Daniel Day-Lewis, he talked about, he said like last year or a couple of months ago that he was going to retire from acting. Well, now the actor is still retired, and he still doesn't know what he's going to do next. You know, he has a movie coming out, an upcoming movie called Phantom Thread. Uh, It's supposed to be be hitting theaters on Christmas Day. So uh, without further ado, Let's get started with the most talked about stories for the day. Hit it! All right. Uh, I don't know what to say about this. You know, it's been, ever since Harvey Weinstein misconduct, sexual misconduct, his alleged uh, women actors, actresses coming out, the whole thing with Bill Cosby, with t- uh, so many people coming out, um, so many anchor people in the television. Now Matt Lauer is the latest. He, You know him as the high-paying tenure at A- NBC News. Well, it came to an end this morning, Wednesday morning, reportedly over inappropriate sexual behavior that began, get this, at the 2014 Winter Olympics. The network ousted Lauer after a colleague filed a detailed complaint about him Monday night, which turned out to be a clear violation of the company's standards. MSNBC later reported that the incident happened during the 2014 Winter Olympics and continued after the Games in Russia ended. NBC News Chief Andrew Lack wrote in a staff memo memo saying, quote, while it's the first complaint about his behavior in the, the over 20 years he'd been at NBC News, we were also presented with reason to believe this may not have been an isolated incident, unquote. The New York Times reporter met with Lauer accusers on Monday afternoon, and this is what the newspaper said, but they know that she isn't ready to go public about the incident. Uh, Ari Wilkenfeld, the woman's lawyer, said that they met with NBC officials for several hours Monday night. A Variety reporter also tweeted that the trade magazine had been working on a piece about misconduct by Lauer. The 59-year-old anchor who was under contract through 2018 was one of NBC News' highest-paid talent. Variety, in August, reported his annual salary at $25 million. He started filling in at the the show for about 25 years ago while still working with the local affiliate, WNYC. Lauer became a full-time reporter with Today in 1994. Lauer was tapped to co-host the long-running morning show 20 years ago when Brian Gumbel left. His tenure featured major interviews like Russian President Vladimir Putin in 2006, but was also married by the well-documented departure of co-host Ann Curry in 2012. The two reportedly clashed, forcing Curry out at the network. Now, rumors swirled in 2016 that Lauer and fellow Today host Natalie Morales had an affair, the end of which prompted her to move to Access Hollywood in Los Angeles. Now, Lauer denied those suggestions to several media outlets. Lauer's wife, Annette, once accused the once revered anchor of cruel and inhumane behavior against her in a 2006 divorce filing attained by InTouch Weekly three years ago. Now, the divorce paper, which accused Lauer of extreme anger and hostility, was pulled within three weeks, and the couple reconciled. The firing comes amid the wave of sexual harassment allegations began with a score of women accusing Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein of improper inpro- acts. A week ago, a veteran band, Charlie Rose, was fired from CBS this morning, and PBS, after numerous women accused him of sexual misconduct over the decades. And Nower is the second highest prif, uh, profile figure to get the boot at the company after MSNBC political analyst Mark Halperin was let go in October. Several women accused the game change author of sexual harassment while he was the ABC News political director. And we all know that Fox News, they nudged out rating king Bill O'Reilly early this year after reports he and the network quietly settled several sexual harassment lawsuits. The conservative leading network also parted ways with founder CEO Roger Ailes in 2016 after he was accused of sexually harassing several women at Fox, including Bang and Kelly. Now, Kelly, who's now a Today host, was among those nBC news personality who appears shaken by todays this morning news, and then here we go with President Trump. He was quick to lash out at Lauer's firing as well as the NBC executive who he, uh who he said called fake news practitioners now Trump, whose reality show the apprentice previously ran on NBC, had condemned Senator Al Franken of a misconduct allegation, but has continued to to back. In battle, Republican Senator candidate uh, Roy Moore, in spite of the claims against him, so you know I can imagine, I, you know I could imagine what it was like coming into work this morning on the NBC Today Show and hearing this news. Because uh, if you saw the broadcast, you know uh, uh, Susanna Guthrie, she uh, they had to call Hoda in last minute. And she had to keep it together because, you know, here this man who was a colleague, not only a colleague, but a friend of theirs who uh, Susanna, uh, Su- uh, Susanna and Hoda had worked with and Al Roker for years. And just to hear this alarming news that is, you know, it's incredible. But, um, and it was so crazy about tonight uh is the tree lighting ceremony at Rockefeller Center. But it will be a little dimmer tonight because since Matt was set to co-host the network uh, Christmas in Rockefeller Center, it, it's leaving NBC with last-minute uh, holes to fill. NBC Today anchor Matt Lauer, Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Kotb. Copy and Al Rover will host a highly anticipated holiday special, according to the show summary on NBC.com, but NBC did not respond to queries as to who would replace Lauer or whether other co-hosts would just expand their duties. NBC announced Wednesday morning that Lauer, again, fired after a staffer filed a complaint Monday night about his inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace. And the annual tree lighting is one of NBC's most high-profile events. This year's production, airing at 8 p.m., is set to include performances by Brett Eldridge, Jennifer Nettle, Leslie Odom, Jr., Pentatonic, Gwen Stefani, and the Tenors, and more. And we just came off of the Thanksgiving Macy Parade where Matt was also hosting with Susanna, Susanna. So Savannah, I'm sorry. So very shocked, very shocked. Uh, But let's go on to some happy news. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, they're going to get married. They're going to the chapel, and it is. It's everybody's been talking about this day for what two years straight. When is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle going to walk down that aisle? Well, it finally came, it's coming. They're going to go to the chapel. They're going to get married. The couple who announced their engagement on Monday and made a showing of it outside Nottingham Cottage in Kingston Palace will marry at St. George Chapel in Windsor this coming May. The chapel is the place of worship at Windsor Castle, which is one of Queen Elizabeth II's residencies. Now, the palace announced that the royal family will also be paying for the wedding, which some have speculated could cost up to $32 million in security costs alone. The, uh, the intimate 15th-century Gothic, Gothic chapel holds roughly about 800 guests, a much smaller ceremony than the 2,000 capacity of West, West Minor, Minor Abbey, uh, where Prince William and Duchess Kate was married in 2011. Now, Markle, who is also divorced, will have no issues marrying because of the Church of England allows the remarriage of divorced people in exceptional circumstances. The former actress will need to be baptized before a wedding day, which Kingston Powers confirmed would take place before the
0: uh,
1: Anglican ceremony, but uh, first she will have to become a British citizen. There is no official word of whether or not the big day will be televised, A Downing Street post uh, spokesperson told CNN that there are no plans to make the Royal Fair a special holiday, despite having declared the wedding of William and Catherine and Prince Charles wedding to Diana both special holidays. Prince Harry and his future bride will make their first official public engagement this Friday in Nottingham for a hashtag World AIDS Day Charity Fair, a community that is very special to the prince. The royal wedding is scheduled just one month after the the Duke and Duchess' third child is expected to be born in April. And Harry is the fifth in line for the throne, but would be sixth after William and Kate's third child. And Naya Rivera's husband, Ryan Dorsey, told police she was out of control prior to her domestic battery arrest in West Virginia, according to a 911 call obtained by TMZ. Now, Dorsey phoned the cop Saturday night requesting the help of an officer and told the operator his actress wife was getting physical and had been drinking. The Ray Donovan actor added that his father was also present, but that Rivera was not acting violently towards him. He made no mention of their son, 2-year-old Josie, though the child was mentioned in a police report. Now, Dorsey took to Twitter Tuesday with a plea for privacy. Now, Rivera was arrested for assaulting Dorsey during an argument over their son that occurred as they took the toddler on a walk. Now, this is according to the police report. The glee actress allegedly hit Dorsey in the head, though the actor declined medical attention for a busted lip and a head injury. The newly reconciled couple was in, ho- uh, went in his hometown of Chesapeake to spend Thanksgiving weekend with his family. Rivera was arraigned on a misdemeanor domestic battery charge and released on a $1,000 bond to Dorsey's father. The actress filed for divorce in 2016 after two years of marriage, but called it off in October. The couple wed in 2014 after just three months of dating. Rivera was previously engaged to rapper Big Sean, who appeared to reference her arrest on Twitter Sunday with a video that repeatedly said, quote, I told you so. And see, that goes back to what I was saying before. A lot of these um, Hollywood couples, they... And you know what's ironic? It was said that, you know, because remember, Naya was engaged to Big Sean as well. And when it didn't work out, and she, next thing you know, she started a relationship with uh, Ryan and then next thing you know, three months later, they're going down the aisle. And I'm like, that's not enough time to know anybody. And I had said it before on the show, why is it that when it comes to these celebrities that, you know, they get into these new relationships, and next thing you know, they're walking down the aisle, and they haven't even known the person for three or four months. That's not enough to know anything about that person. At least if you spend that you know, spend time with that person for a year or two or three, you would know the real person. It's unfortunate that her son was there to even, poor thing, probably even witness the whole thing. Right now we have uh, 21 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the ladies in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture If you want to know more about the show or when we broadcast live, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder. If you can't listen to the show in this whole entirely or you can't catch the show every Wednesday live, you can also check us out here on the archives here on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to the archives on our Facebook page, and you can also go to stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's also a website with over... 80,000, 90,000-plus radio shows and podcasts. Just type in the search box, that's entertainment online radio. You can get to listen to the show there. And also check us out on iTunes. We're on there as well. Also this week, uh, Timberland nearly lost it all because of an addiction to uh, prescription painkillers. The accomplished DJ, music producer, and songwriter opened up to Rolling Stone Magazine about how he just... About three years ago, just about three years ago, he almost died after taking a nearly fatal dose of oxycodone. Timberland, whose real name is Tim Tim Mosley, he started taking painkillers more than a decade ago because of a nerve issue stemming from a gunshot wound he suffered as a teenager. The 45-year-old artist says his addiction also caused his music career to suffer. The overdose gave him an entirely new outlook on his existence. Timberland slowly began the painful process of kicking the habit on his own, fighting through withdrawal. Now he said he's moving forward with his career by giving back to young, up-and-coming artists and working on Justin Timberlake's upcoming album and operators of Prince Former Home and Recording Complex in Minnesota are seeking a special permit so they can serve alcohol during the week of the Super Bowl. Some people are questioning the request, uh, noting that the late musician didn't allow alcohol to be served at public events at Paisley Park. The complex was turned into a museum following Prince's death last year. Now, the museum operator wants to host events for between 500 and 1,000 guests when the Super Bowl is held in Minneapolis, in February. kmsp uh reported this, saying um, that uh, they want to do this. And Paisley Park is located in uh, Ch- Ch- Chathanson, which is just southwest of Minneapolis. Now, the mayor of that city, he will focus on working with the museum manager, noting that it's not up to the city to figure out what Prince may have wanted. Now, the mayor said the city had never granted Paisley Park a special alcohol permit, but they 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 said that they don't want to impact the museum's chances of receiving one now. Now, he said he is confident that Paisley Park management, if granted a permit, would be responsible. The City Council will take public input and is expected to make a decision on December 11. And there's a baby on the way for Ray J and his wife. The singer announced he and reality star Prince Love, whom he married a little over a year ago, are expecting their first kid during their appearance on the daytime talk show, The Real, the entertainer who said he would be both nervous and excited about becoming a father, but he doesn't know the baby gender yet, but told the host he'd like a girl if he had to choose and confirmed that they have be, been trying for a while. Now, Ray J, who is 36, is perhaps best known as Kim Kardashian's former boy boyfriend a sex tape that made that they made in 2003 while they were dating with infamous Leaked four years later prompting kardashian to sue the company that released the video now ray j comes from a famous family as he the youngest brother of singer brandy and cousin with hip-hop mogul snoop Dogg. he and brandy shared uh they starred together on the vh1 reality show brandy and ray j a family business which ran from 2010 to 2011 he and Princess Love are both currently cast members on another VH1 series, "Love and Hip Hop Hollywood." And Jack, uh, I'm sorry, and Jake uh, Gyllenhaal—he has always been so keen on being Batman, and he may or may not get the chance. There's a post from Warner Brothers, a reliable so- source on Reddit that said that. Hall was really interested in replacing Ben Affleck in Matt Reeves the Batman, but the studio wasn't into the idea. Previously, rumors started to circulate that Hall and Reeves discussed the role in the event that, that if Affleck doesn't return to his role, it was reported before that Affleck wasn't so sure about returning as Batman, and he was waiting for commercial reception after Justice League came out. Now, maybe Justice Lee will be the uh, last time audience will see Affleck as the cape crusader after all, and neither Affleck nor Reeves have confirmed anything about Batman's future. If the Reddit post was serious and reliable, it remains to be seen if Gyllenhaal ever gets the chance to be the next Batman in DC Extended Universe. Although the actor is excited for the part, he's not the studio's first choice. Director Reed has also met with other people, suggesting that there are several Bruce Wayne candidates in both the studio and Reeves' consideration. Originally, Gyllenhaal auditioned for Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, but the part went to Christian Bale. The Batman is aiming for a mid-2018 shooting, and Reeve reportedly said that he wasn't planning on changing the original release date in 2020. Still, casting problems may push the date further. Right now, we have here uh, 27 uh, minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, Coming up in the uh, next 30 minutes, I'm going to give you the latest on Taylor Swift. You know, she is... uh, Getting ready to go on tour in 2018. It's uh, her highly anticipated 2018 reputation tour. It has not started yet, but she has announced that she's adding more dates to the upcoming tour, and I'll tell you more about it. Also, uh, Oscar winning actor Daniel Day Lewis says he is getting ready to retire from acting, but he still has to decide what's going to come next. I'll tell you what he said. Also, um, The show uh, won't go on for Jay-Z. Apparently, he had canceled an upcoming concert in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'll tell you what was the reason why he canceled it. Also, speaking of Jay-Z, the Grammys just announced their nominees uh, for 2018. I'll tell you who is the uh, nominee for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, All of this coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
2: The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Park Radio.
1: Right now we have 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Maya and uh, uh, one of my favorites so far. Uh, That's Ready for Wherever. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about our girl Taylor Swift her highly anticipated 2018 reputation tour has not started yet but the strong has announced that she added more dates to the upcoming tour. Now due to overwhelming demands Taylor added six additional shows in the U.S. including in Pasadena, Chicago and Atlanta. In addition she will head to the U.K. and Ireland for three more shows on June 8, June 15 and June 22. Taylor also announced that the registration for a fan-based ticket hub through Ticketmaster Ver- Five fan has ended fans who have registered will be sent an email for personalized pre-sale date and time on Saturday, December 2nd. Tickets will go on sale on December 13th, which happened to be Taylor's birthday. The tour will begin on March 8th at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale and includes stops in Seattle, Toronto, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and more. Taylor will wrap up her tour on October 6th at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The opening act for the tour has yet to be announced. And Oscar-winning actor Daniel Day-Lewis is retiring from acting, but he still hasn't decided what comes next. This is what he told W Magazine. In June, the British star announced his retirement, and at the time he gave no additional details. Five months later, he still doesn't have any. Day-Lewis' final role, I should say, will be in his upcoming Phantom Thread, in which he plays dressmaker Reynolds Woodcock in 1950 London. After that, he's not sure, but the decision hasn't made him happy yet. Phantom Thread hits theaters December 25th. And the show won't go on for Jay Z in Nebraska. The rapper canceled an upcoming concert in Lincoln's Pinnacle Bank Arena because he, uh, his crew would be unable to set up the video screen he uses inside the venue in time for the show. Now, ticket holders for the concert, which had been scheduled for December 6th, will receive a refund. Jay-Z, whose real name is Sean Carter, employed a series of screens that come down from the ceiling on his ongoing 444 tour. He canceled a concert for the same reason in Fresno early this month He had not previously provided a reason for that cancellation, but confirmed that was the case in his statement. Now, the Hard Knock Life rapper, who performed at Brooklyn Barclays Center on Sunday, released his 444 album on June 30th and launched his supporting North American tour in October. Jay-Z had made headlines with performances in recent months, including wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey during a Saturday Night Live gig in October. And then last week, he lightheartedly fired back at Cleveland Cavaliers star LeBron James, calling himself the King of New York by declaring he's the King of Cleveland now. The, final, uh, the tour final show will be held at the Forum in Inglewood, California on December 21st. And speaking of Jay-Z, he continues to stake his claim as the holy grail of musical performers. The hip-hop mogul dominated Tuesday Grammy nomination announcement, leading all artists with eight nods, including nomination each of the three major categories. He highly personal. His highly personal 444 is up for Album of the Year, while his titular track is nominated for Song of the Year. Another song from the album, The Story of OJ, is a finalist for Record of the Year. In the widely popular album, which was released on June 30th, Jay-Z seemed to cover highly publicized topics like his alleged infidelity and his falling out with Kanye West, while also providing social commentary on race. Bruno Mars was also well presented during Tuesday Reveal as he earned nods in three major categories with 24K Magic named a finalist for Album of the Year. Now his track is up for Record of the Year while another single That's What I Like is up for Song of the Year. Kendrick Lamar meanwhile was nominated for Album of the Year for Damn and Record of the Year for Humble. He finished one behind Jay-Z with seven nominations overall. Now, should Damn or 444 win Album of the Year, it would mark the first time a hip hop record earned the honor since Outkast did so in 2004 with Speaker Box The Love Below. The ultra-catchy Spanish-English hit Despacito by Louis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee and featuring Justin Bieber was another big winner, earning nods for Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Ed Sheeran was among the biggest snubs, as he didn't earn a nomination in any of the top three categories, despite his wildly popular song, Shape of You, and his album being eligible. Other stars set to descend upon Madison Square Garden January 28th for the ceremony returned to the Big Apple, including Lord, who, who's Melodrama is a contender for Album of the Year, Alicia Cara, who's up for Best New Artist, and Childish Gambino, who is a finalist for Album of the Year, Awaken My Love, and Record of the Year, Redbone. And Q-Tip of a tribe called Quest, he's blasting the Grammys in an angry video for failing to recognize the band's final album with a nomination the rapper producer tell off the organization and call it corny and an explicit uh, uh, like a, 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 uh, like he, he did a rant which he posted Tuesday on Instagram. Q-Tip said that Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix never received Grammy Awards. He also mentioned that Led Zeppelin, though the band did win a Grammy in 2014. The group final album, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, was released months after the death of member Fifth Dog. Q-Tip says that the folks behind the Grammy should come over to the Kennedy Center, where he was recently named Artistic Director. And an emergency petition to get Meek Mills free on bail was denied yesterday, on Tuesday, but Pennsylvania Superior Court ordered his judge to stop stalling on his appeal motion. The rapper, who is now several weeks into a two- to four-year prison sentence for a probation violation, claimed in a Monday uh, petition uh, that the Court of Common Plea Judge Janice Brickley was virtually ignoring his post-sensing motion, making it impossible for him to file an appeal. Now, Mills' arrest for gun possession, where he was 18 when he was 18, came up for review in recent months and led to the sentence that many, including rapper Jay Z and basketball great LeBron James, have called an example of a rigged system that mass-incarcerate black men. Now, Brickley imprisoned Mill after a drug test came back dirty for the prescription of cardiac uh, Percocet, and he racked up arrest for a St. Louis airport uh, altercation and popping a wheelie on a dirt bike here in New York. Criminal charges were dropped after both arrests when Mill entered a pre-trial, diversion, uh, a pretrial diversion program. Now, prosecutors and mill probational officers recommend that he be spared prison time for the violation. And Bruce Springsteen announced that the Soul Out super pricey uh, his you know show on Broadway. Uh, he announced that he's going to set up. I guess he's going to. He was originally set up to run sixteen weeks on his show, but. And it's supposed, to have an end, it's supposed to end on February 3rd at the Walter Kerr Theater, but now it's been extended by more than four months. Additional shows will now run from February 20th to June 30th. Now, due to the overwhelming participation in the original sale powered by Ticketmaster, hashtag verify fan, there will be no additional registration for this extension, and this is according to BruceSpringsteen.net. Now, fans who previously registered and were verified but placed on standby and did not receive a code, and fans who received a code but were unsuccessful in purchasing tickets, will be contacted with further information about the added show. A digital lottery will continue to operate through the extension for fans interested in purchasing tickets after December nineteenth on sale. For details, you gotta visit www.luckyseat.com. The the intimate show Marking Springsteen Broadway debut Is threaded with 15 songs And stories pulled from his memoir Born to Run Wow And you know nowadays It's very hard to see a show on uh, Broadway Because it's now again The tickets are so pricey You know after Hamilton Lin-Manuel uh, Hamilton blew up You couldn't even the, the tickets were going on For $200, 300 400 and the average new yorker and most of those tickets were bought up by tourists the average new yorker who lives here can't even get you can't even get a seat a ticket so they really got to do something about the pricing as far as these uh these price points as far as these uh broadway shows go Right now, we got 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take a, uh, another break, and when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories for the day. Don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: I like the way you use it. I like the you don't play fast Recipe yeah. for disaster And I'm just trying to take my time Stroke is getting deep and faster Screaming like I'm out of line Who came to make sweet love And don't use those hands to put up that gate and stop me. Can we
1: from Tang and Win Wee from his up-and-coming album, Savage. Do you guys see him at the 2017 Soul Train Music Award when he performed that song? He was stripping down, looking all buff. And I'd like to congratulate all the winners of the twenty seventeen Soul Train Music Award, SWV, they got Lady of Soul, Tony Braxton got the Legend Award, Legacy she won. So congratulations to all the winners of the twenty seventeen Soul Train Music Award. Now, uh, right now, again, we have here about 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories for today, the production hiatus on House of Cards has been extended an additional two weeks as an investigation into sexual misconduct allegation against former star Kevin Spacey continues to press on. Production of the Netflix drama has been halted since October 31st, and an email from production company Media Rice Capital confirmed Sunday that the hiatus will continue with pay until December 8th. Now, Spacey was fired by Netflix last month ahead of the show's sixth and final season. The 58-year-old Oscar winner is currently under investigation by British authority regarding two sexual assault accusations. More than a dozen men have accused the American beauty actor of sexual harassment or assault in the wake of Anthony Rapp claim that Spacey made unwanted sexual advance towards him when Rapp was just 14. Earlier this month, eight. House of Cards employee accused Spacey of creating a toxic work environment on set by coming on to young male staffers with non-consensual touching and crude comments. Chip and Joanna Gaines, the star of the popular HGTV home improvement series, Fixer Upper, are reportedly looking into a return to TV on a new network as their design series come to an end after season five. The couple have met with at least one outlet to pitch a new series, and Chip and Joanna, who also run the business Magnolia Market and recently launched a line of home goods at Target, were said to be disappointed that the network pushed back about featuring products from their Magnolia Market line on Fixer. Upper, The pair apparently has an issue with their current script network contract that might limit them from pursuing a series elsewhere. A source told Vanity Fair that it's unclear if they are pitching a full series or a one-off special. In September, Chip and Joanna issued a statement announcing the series would end after the current season, leading to speculation as to why considering this immense success. Fix the Upper just aired in 2014 and has since expanded into multiple businesses for the couple, including a New York Times best selling book and several lines of home improvement products. The couple shared four children together and had said on multiple occasions that they wanted to catch their breath by taking a break from the long running show. And Mariah Carey is postponing her Christmas tour, but don't worry, it will still come back in time just for Christmas. The All I Want for Christmas is You singer was ordered by her doctors to put the tour on hold and focus on her health. She previously canceled a few of the days because she was suffering from a respiratory infection. Now Carrie explained on Instagram last Friday saying, quote, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving with loved ones. It's certainly nice to remember what we are grateful for. Like most, I'm thankful for my overall health for which I need a bit more time to get right. While while this news disappoints me to share, I'm grateful to be on on, on the men's and for the support from all of you. And it means the world to me. See you from the stage soon, darlings, unquote. Carrie Tour will now kick off on December 2nd right here in New York City. It was initially scheduled for November 27. Those who purchased tickets for the November 27, 28, and December 1st performances will be issued a full refund. And recording artist uh, Jamie Sierra, who he's getting ready to sue Disney and everyone even remotely involved in the in his song "Let It Go" from Frozen, including Idina Menzel and Debbie Lovato, claiming they ripped off his 2008 song Vol- "Volar." Now, Sierra track is recorded in Spanish, but does have some similarities. He called it a huge international success, reaching millions of listeners and landing on numerous charts of the most popular top-performing songs in the Sioux obtained by TMZ. Sierro is requesting profits from the film, the, the, the marketing, the music, claiming that the similarities include the note combination, structure, hooks, theme, and more. He named Menzel in the Sioux, he, who recorded the track for the movie and Lovato who recorded the single. A number of other associated acts are also mentioned according to according to the gossip site. Frozen was released in 2013 and is the highest grossing animated film of all time. And our friend to the show, Nick Lachey, he's enlisting the public's help after an employee of his Cincinnati Sport Bar was shot in the face Thanksgiving morning. Elizabeth Ellie Richardson, 27, was walking near the bar, Lachey's, earlier Thursday when the shooter called out to her from a black van. As Richardson approached the van, she was shot in the face and subsequently hospitalized with serious injuries to her face and jaw and this is according to Cincinnati Police. A fundraising page set up for the newly engaged mother of one said Richardson is currently in stable condition but has a long road to recovery ahead of her. Lachey took to social media last Saturday to share Richardson's story with his followers and urged him to help track down her shooter and donate to her page. Um, Lachey, uh, who um, his younger brother... who is also a fellow 98 Degrees Band member, uh, Drew. They're all from the same hometown. And Drew, he also chimed in on social media, pleading with his followers to come forward with any potential information regarding the suspect, who police said is a man in his 20s with gold-rimmed glasses and a light beard. And more than 20 years after Eazy E's death, his widow and son are battling over who controls Ruthless Records, a company the rapper founded in 1986 as a platform for his group NWA. Eazy E's son, Little Eazy E, said that his late father was. Uh, debilitated, and under the heavy influence of medication when his widow had him sign a will that transferred all his property, including ruthless records, over to her. As reported by The Blast, Little Easy e Eric Wright, Jr., and his stepmom, Tamika Wood-Wright, are currently in the middle of a dueling lawsuit over the right to ruthless records. Wood-Wright sued Wright over his use of the company name and NWA, and Wright filed a suit of his own in response. The case is ongoing. And in case if you're interested in bidding on it, a never-before-seen pick of the late Tupac Shakur and his exposed penis had been put on the auction block. That's right. You heard me correct. The image is being auctioned off at Gotta Have Rock and Roll Auction House, and the bidding is set to start at 15000 However, so far no one had placed a bid. If you're wondering who's behind the pics, that would be one of Tupac's ex-girlfriend, who is remaining anonymous, which probably isn't a bad idea. The unidentified ex-girlfriend said that the new photo of Tupac was taken in 1990 at a house party in Marin County. Always the showman and jokester, Tupac would on occasionally drop his pants when least expected and catch his friends by surprise. Now, these singular photos capture the playful, spontaneous, and uninhibited side of Tupac, and for good measure, TMZ caught up with Faith Evans and got her thoughts on the matter, and she basically feels it's just a sign of the times. She also brought up the fact that someone auctioned off the door to the car that Biggie was shot and killed in you believe it? They auctioned off a picture of Tupac's penis at an auction block for fifteen thousand. What is this world coming to? Um, Fox has released a first look promo for its new singing competition series, The Four Battle for Star, in which panelist Sean Diddy has promised will disrupt the world of competition television and uh, re- uh, kind of uh, re- uh, revolutionize the format. Now, DJ Khaled, singer songwriter Megan Trainer and record label executive Charlie Walk round out the judging panel on the sixth episode event, which premieres January 4th and will air. Or Thursday at 8 p.m. Now, the show format works backwards from typical competition programs. Four finalists chosen from their audition will try to defend their coveted spot on stage as they are challenged by new singers determined to replace them. Each week, if any of the four are outperformed, as determined by a panel of judges, they go home and their challengers will take their place. The singer who is the last standing at the end of the competition will see the panel of industry experts become key players on their team. The elite group will then guide the winner's career to help make him or her a breakout star. The four will air two months before ABC reboot of former Fox hit American Idol on March 11, and during the hiatus of NBC rival singing competition The Voice. As part of the grand prize, the winner will be named on uh, name an iHeart Radio on the Verge artist iHeartRadio Radio on the Verge program provides artists with unparalleled natural, uh, I'm sorry, nat- national reach through an on-air radio exposure as well as digital and social support across iHeart Media powerful range of music and entertainment platform. And Fox also teamed up with iHeart Media to support auditions, assist in the search for talent, and boost the career of artists throughout the run of the competition. And to audition for The Four Battle for Stardom, you have to visit thefourmusic.com. Good luck. And Fergie, Ciara, DJ Kelly, Leslie Odom Jr., Shaka Khan, Faith Evans, Jesse Smollett, Salt and Pepper, and Ying Yang Twins are all set to perform on Taraji P. Henson's annual Fox special, Taraji White Hot Holidays, while Snoop Dogg and Boys to Men, Fifth Harmony, and DMX are set for Fox News new uh, U-Tide-themed Showtime at the Apollo Christmas. Both performance specials will air back-to-back on Thursday, December 14. Taraji White Hot Holidays from 8 to 9 p.m. will also feature appearances by DJ Khaled, Tay Diggs, uh, Jay Farrell, Method Man, Titus Burgess and Nisi Nass, among other surprise guests and performances. And Henson, she additionally served as producer along with Casey Patterson Entertainment and uh Greg Sill and Vincent uh Vincent Saracone. Now following from nine to ten PM is the Harvey Host Showtime at the Apollo Christmas featuring Snoop Dogg and Boy to Men, Fifth Harmony and D M X offering rendition renditions of the favorite christmas song the special will include apollo legendary amateur night talent competition while providing a platform for up-and-coming artists to perform in front of the toughest audience in the world and uh, adrian balona of the real will also co-host along with harvey and reginald hudlin is among the executive producers Wow. Well, it is 2 p.m. That will do it for this week. Tune in next time when uh, I do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. And I will talk to you next time. Take care.